Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We keep it rolling on a Friday. It's a fun Friday. We gave out our bankroll plays already. We had a visit from Derek Stevens and Big Balls, and Darren Banks wasn't here to start the show. He was uh, doing some business. He was at the Knights game. Yeah. Still popped by, gave his reasoning, and uh, we had to figure out the bet, uh, which I wasn't, I'm not in love with, but whatever. We'll have some fun with it. Full suits for both Sean and Big Balls if, in fact, the Michigan Wolverines win. You didn't even care about the points. And uh, Banks, he's going to go... Sean King attire. Well, a lot of times, here's what I found. The more you believe in people, the more they believe in themselves. So I'm all in with Sparty. I, we know. Yeah. We know. You've been hey. you've been in all in for a while, and we'll see uh we'll see come Saturday. They'll feel that energy Saturday. From when you. Yeah, when they're faced from you. when they're faced with adversity, mm-hmm. they're gonna feel that energy. They're gonna they're think gonna, of Sean King. They're gonna They're gonna think of a two lane quarterback. Stay calm when everything's chaotic and find a way. Is Tulane going to find a way on Saturday? Uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Is quarterback playing? I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's bring in our guest. Joins us each and every Friday on this in this spot. Uh, that is Jared Smith at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Check out his fine work with PicksWise. Uh, let's start college football. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. 
uh, the day, the game of the day. And, you know, it's been interesting. I don't know, Jerry, what your stance was on this game. Obviously, I'm sure you talked about it quite a bit like we all have. Um, now this nine has moved down to four. Uh, total 50 and a half. A lot of people have been interested on the under. So when you look at this game, which will kick off at noon Eastern tomorrow, anything jump out of you? Any plays that you have on Michigan, Michigan State? So this is a tough one for me because I, I do think Michigan State's the tougher team, but I think Michigan's definitely the more talented team. And it's always fascinating when you have a team that I, I would say, I, I don't want to, you know, crap on Harbaugh too much. You know, they, they have had a pretty good year. But I, I have to buy into what my guy Sean King's been talking about with this Michigan State team and the fighting Tuckers. They have been out, they, they've been outstanding, and they've really showed a lot of you know the, the ability to overcome adversity in college football. I think is really tough, and they have shown that they haven't played their best in certain spots, but they've gotten a lot of wins. Movement here definitely looks like Michigan uh, is the sharper side though, because I've seen a lot of action on Michigan State, but that line did move through three uh, and now at four. So I, I think value-wise, Sparty's the play at home, but you know the early action certainly on Michigan, and it's hard to ignore um, the Sharps with these big games. But this is a stay away from me. I'm excited to watch this game because I do think the winner of this game uh, is going to have a very interesting game coming up a little bit later against Ohio State. Yeah, that is uh, absolutely for sure. Michigan State travels to Columbus in late November, and then after Thanksgiving, like always, Michigan and Ohio State will play that one this year uh, in Ann Arbor. Jared Smith. Joining us. Well, your alma mater. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, hey, mm. historic. Nine oh. overtimes, at least. You know, historic. <laughs> he went uh, to Illinois, right? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I mean, can we get rid of those college football overtime? I mean, how dopey are those rules? That's that was. Terrible. I, I just I don't. I was I was at a loss watching that. Game I, I really think they that should put the. Ball. I think they should put the ball at the forty, not the twenty-five. Like the twenty-five makes it so that even if you're unsuccessful, you're still in field goal range. You know, just move it back. Yeah, so uh, we got the uh, historical game this past weekend, nine overtimes between Penn State and Illinois. Uh, Ohio State now laying here at circa 19 and a half. This game has just been on the move all week. Um, you know, I, I'm curious what you're, you've heard because, you know, you're an alum of Penn State. You lose to Illinois, and then this week it's all been – about James Franklin gets a new agent, and then he's calling, you know, saying we're getting ready for who did he say they were getting ready for? It wasn't Ohio State, mm -hmm. so I don't know what's going on. Maybe we're all micromanaging this situation and 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 putting the microscope on them. For Penn State, offensively, they're in trouble, uh, but Ohio State's on a great defense. Converse uh, on the opposite opposite side, Penn State is pretty good defensively, but you know my worry. Uh, Jared is if you like Penn State, you know PJ Mustafer being out, they can't stop the run, and Travion Henderson is an absolute beast. So it's a lot of points. Uh, what do you see come uh, tomorrow evening out in Columbus? There's two angles for me here. First of all, is the fan angle, the alum angle, and the alum angle says I really hope last week was a look ahead spot for Penn State, and they bring a lot more fire and a lot more effort this week. Because if they don't, they will get run out of the building very quickly against this Ohio State offense. On the other side, on the sharp betting angle, I mean, at what point do you try to catch the falling knife? Everything I hear uh, from Nittany Lionville is that Clifford is healthier than he was last week, which means they are going to utilize him differently. He was a statue last week. They did no quarterback runs. His, his running attack, his the, the, the ability for him to uh, you know, keep the defense a little bit honest because he can run the ball 
was such a non-factor last week that it, it didn't even play into the game. I, I, I hope that he's healthy enough to run this week because that will at least give, I hope, Penn State's offense a chance to keep it within the number. Now, I mean, this number's gotten to a point where if you're thinking about playing Ohio State, I, I think you should, you know, relax a little bit, as Aaron Rodgers would say, because I just can't lay it with Ohio State. As good as they've been, if you want to play a C.J. Stroud prop, I know he's in the Heisman race. We've talked about that before, Tim. But if you want to lay three touchdowns, with an Ohio State team, not knowing the health of the quarterback on the other team, I think that's risky to me. So to me, if you try to take a nibble on Penn State on the other side, I can't fault you. Um, but this is it's all about the health of Sean Clifford and just how mobile he'll be and how effective he'll be running that offense for the New Orleans. And Sean, you and I have talked about this game. And initially I was thinking, and I almost played today, I was putting my contest picks for the William Hill contest that I'm in. I looked at Ohio State, and I initially penciled them in, and I crossed them out because there's something Maybe I'm crazy, and I usually am. There's just something out there that feels like this is the ultimate buy-low spot on a team like Penn State. They're capable. They just, I mean, they're coming off For me, it's just about I still don't trust Ohio State. They haven't beaten anyone. I mean, since they lost to Oregon, yeah, they've won their games, but they've played no one. Like, we're talking Tulsa, Maryland, like, Indiana. Like, that's the bottom of the bottom. And, like, all of a sudden, people have them ranked back in the top three and four, and I'm like, what have they done to deserve that are those accolades? So I'm not. If Clifford's healthy, that's the best quarterback they've played all year. Right. If he's healthy. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if he is, but it, I hope he is. But then again, I don't want to put all my eggs in Penn State basket because, like, Ohio State thrashes or something. I'm still not, like, sold on right. Ohio State because well, I don't know mentally where Penn State is. I have mean, they given up? Have they yeah. resigned to the fact that, okay, our head coach is leaving, so why don't we play for him? Well, Illinois just gave up, what, 300 and – what was it? Uh, sorry to you know give you PTSD here, but what was it, like 360 yards on the ground to the two running backs at Illinois? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Travion Henderson yeah. is the best running back in that conference. I mean, that dude is – Whoa, 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 calm down. See what I did there? Calm down. Yeah, yeah, calm down. Oh, that's right. Quorum for Michigan's really Yeah, good. okay. Right. Um <laughs> About about noon Vegas time, I'll be texting you after Kenneth Walker. I have Michigan State. The third I have Michigan State. About 185 and three touches tomorrow. Um, so before we, Jared, we close the book on uh, on the college slate. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. What games are jumping out? Which games are the the games that you've played uh, so far? And and are any of those numbers still around? <laughs> Actually, one of them is, two of them are. I'll give you the one that uh, is first. I really, I, I'm, I'm kind of on this over in Arizona USC. I, I, I know Arizona has been absolutely dreadful this year, um, but they run a really fast-paced offense, and at some point they are going to play better than what their numbers have indicated because their numbers have been absolute, almost like FCS-like, um, and they're the only, one of the only winless teams. And USC's actually played pretty well at home. Um, they put up some pretty big numbers at home, 30, 28, 27, 26. I think they get to 30 in this game, and I think Arizona can get into the 20s. I think that over's in play. Uh, Duke Wake Forest, I got the over there. I love these ACC overs, man. They, these ACC games are just flying over the number. That one I got at 69. It's moved up to 72-ish. I, I still would play it there. This Miami hits the other one that really moved a lot. Miami plus 12 and a half. That one's moved a lot. I, I, I think that's too many points for Pitt to lay. I still would probably take nine with Miami, though. I think Pitt, anything over a touchdown, I think it's playable with the Kings. Yeah, I like uh, – I – uh, I got Pittsburgh earlier this week at 10. Uh, oh, sorry, Miami, I beg your pardon. Uh, I, I think this is I, – I know you could say it's a letdown spot for both teams because yeah. Miami won. 
You're just jaded because NC State let you down. Listen, Miami's a loser game with three touchdowns, man. You're going to trust Pat Narduzzi that much? Good for you. Oh, it's just like, oh, my. Tyler Van Dyke's been balling. Don't be gonna, sleeping on Tyler. Am I going to trust Manny Diaz? I mean, he just don't lose by more than a touchdown, Manny. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking from you. I'll be shocked. Um, what's interesting is uh, we've got conflicting uh, conflicting people here because our guy Kenny White likes the under in USC, Arizona. So uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith here likes the over. So got conflicting reports. I do. I am going to I hold my Kenny. nose. He's better, he's better with Pac-12 stuff than me. Kenny's I, a sharp guy. Kenny's very sharp, but I am going to hold my nose. And I'm going to take the 21 and a half with, with Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't. They I, are not a bad bet. They're not good, but yeah. I just you look, Jared. Well, I, I, I watched that whole USC game. That team is so checked out. Uh, they want yeah. nothing to do with the season. However. They have so much more talent than Arizona, so if they turn it on, they're going to smoke them. So that's where uh, I'm going to hold my nose. So Nothing I, crazy. I have three hold-my-nose bets in college football. Really? Yes. I am. Don't, I don't me. think I'm going to do the Arizona game because I'm going to have the under. Okay. So I don't you have get, UL Monroe plus 28. I'm going to take UL Monroe. I did that. Plus the number at App State. I'm Letdown gonna, spot. I'm going to take Kansas Oh, listen Oklahoma to Stanford Steve, huh? Yeah, I just... With that Oklahoma State offense, it's hard for me to envision them scoring 50, 60 points. And I think Kansas can get in the 20, so we'll see. Good luck to you this weekend, Jared. Well, Jared's going to hang out. Jared, you're going to do some. Oh, he's staying. Yeah, okay. you, you like to hang out on Friday nights. Uh, we got to get to the NFL card with Jared on the other side. So Jared Smith hangs out for one more segment with us. We'll switch to the NFL. It is the nightcap here on VC. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer 
maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now Denver. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Alongside Sean King, Super Bowl champ, 21 years ago today through Four touchdowns and a win over the Minnesota Vikings, who entered that game 7-0. and Yeah. Did you have yourself a good time after that game? We did. Yeah? There was a steakhouse we used to go to all the time. Went there. I wonder what the point uh, spread was in that game. You were 3-4. and four. We Probably were uh, dogs. I'm sure you were. They yeah. were 7-0. and oh. But I bet you it was, I bet you it was stinky. I bet you it was short. Yeah, we got hot after that, too. Yeah, made the playoffs. Yeah. Beat the Washington football team. No, uh, that was we was the year before. Oh, it was the year yeah, before. Year before Keyshawn was on that team, right? Yeah. Uh, Jared Smith hanging out with us as he does each and every Friday. We just talked some NFL or college football games with him. He likes some ACC action over in the Wake Forest Duke game. Uh, I mean, Wake Forest got seventy last week by themselves, so yeah. all they need is three points from Duke, and you know, they'll they'll duplicate that. Um, but let's uh, let's get to the NFL and. The Sunday night game is is really interesting. We had Chris Andrews on the show yesterday, Jared, asking him about the line move, and he said pretty much everyone in town is under the assumption that Dak is not playing, and that's why we've seen this line move so aggressively and is now sitting Minnesota laying three. So if we are under that assumption that Cooper Rush will be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys on the road at Minnesota on Sunday night football, is this a spot, even with the number at what it is, that you would still look at the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, anything three or less, absolutely. Um, so this game is a lesson why you should, A, bet early in the NFL when you can, B, pay attention to coach interviews. Wednesday night, I started to see the, uh, the Mike McCarthy. First of all, Mike McCarthy has a terrible poker face. Uh, the, line, <laughs> the, li- the, the line about that Dak quote needed to cross the threshold, I mean... Again, I, I can't read minds, but that is his way of saying Dak is not 100%. And immediately throughout the night, slowly, and you know me, Tim, I'm up at the wee hours of the morning here on the East Coast looking at these lines. I, I saw two, one and a half, and then you wake up Thursday and all of a sudden it's a pick em, and now it's it's a three-point uh, spread the other direction. Um, you, you got the cards dealt to you uh, on Wednesday night. Mike McCarthy came out in his press conference in public on national, not national TV, whatever, outlets carry the press conference and said Dak's not 100 percent 
at that point, you take whatever points you can with the Vikings. Without Dak in this game, uh, I think we're going to see a very conservative Dallas offense, and that's bad news because I think this Vikings defense is super underrated. Um, they're a top 10 DVOA team. They've shut down some really good offenses this year, um, and they've got a squad that I think can can compete if if Kirk Cousins plays up to his up to his standards because they've got some <laughs> they've got some dudes on the offensive side of the ball too. So I think Minnesota's Man, a great play at why home. Why do you uh, in this spot? This guy right here, because what is what is your beef with Kirk Cousins? Well, I'm just saying, like everything he said was true, and then he got to the one part that makes you not be able to trust the Vikings. <laughs> He said, if, and then he said, Kirk Cousins. And that's how all the bad beat stories start when it comes to that particular quarterback. 73.5% against the Bengals, two touchdowns, no picks. playing pretty well Against the Cardinals, 68.8%, three touchdowns, no picks. You know what happened in the Cardinals game? Kicker missed a field goal for the win. Bengals game, Dalvin Cook fumbles in overtime. He throws for three touchdowns, 80% against the Seahawks. He was terrible against the Browns. And that's why you don't like him because he stunk against the Browns. He was terrible. He had a well, bad top game. Top ten defense as well. And uh, last week he just threw for three seventy three and three touchdowns. So uh, we will see. We'll I, see. I love your analysis there, Jared. I just say uh, it's okay, Sean. Proceed. Let me ask you a question. Proceed if you with had caution. Kirk's numbers this year. How would you feel about your about your season if you had Kirk's numbers this season? You feel pretty good, I think. Well, my team was three and three. That's all I care about. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice play. Thirteen that's, touchdowns. That's a good response. Thirteen touchdowns, two picks, seventy percent. Not bad. Not too shabby. Played terrible against the Browns. He did do that. Um, you know, another trendy game this week uh, that's been moving uh, quite a bit is New England on the road at the Chargers. New England uh, played a. Uh, this is going to hurt you a little bit. Uh, played a football team that you know might be relegated uh, in the New York Jets. Uh, beat them by 41 last week. Uh, now they have to play a big boy. They go on the road. I mean, it, the only thing about road about this, uh, Jared, is that they have to, have to travel. There, there's no, yeah. and there's nothing daunting about going to SoFi Stadium. So this line has moved uh, towards the Chargers. They opened six, now it's four and a half. Um, I don't know if you still like it at, at this spot, but uh, you, you like the dog a little bit here. I do, and I also really like anytime you get a soccer reference in the show about relegation. <laughs> there you uh, go. I really, I really like that. Um, I, I mean, the look ahead here was six. So yeah, we are starting to see some movement, you know, pretty steadily uh, in the Pats' direction. I, listen, New England's a good football team. You know, they're two and two in their last four games, but you look at those two losses, and you know, not a lot of meat left on the bone there. I mean, that Cowboys game could have went either way, and I think you know, I, the, the Patriots game against the Bucks uh, certainly was on the knife's edge as well. Um, both teams are kind of middle of the pack analytically. I don't really draw a huge edge there. I think the edge here is Herbert four and a half, five, a touchdown better than Mac Jones. I don't know if that's true right now. I think Mac Jones is playing pretty good football as well. I'm curious to see how Herbert comes out from a mentality standpoint. I'm sure Sean can speak to this. So they're off the bye. He's had a 34 to six loss sitting in his, you know, back pocket for the last two weeks against the Ravens. And he's got to think about the 45, nothing loss last year to this Patriots team. So I'm curious Justin Herbert's mindset. I think if New England can, you know, play that too deep and, you know, make Justin, you know, throw everything, you know, check downs and frustrate him a little bit and then force him into a mistake. I think Mac Jones can play turnover free football and the Patriots can win this game. I think that's what the Sharps see. But now that the lines moved down to four, four and a half, 
if that is because of the Eckler news, that's too many points to move for a running back. And I, I would say I would take uh, the Chargers on the other side of that. But I think at six or five and a half, uh, I, I certainly, if you can find those out there, uh, the Pats are certainly worth the play. And if it continues to move because of the Eckler news down to four, uh, three and a half, that's when I would probably pause there with New England. So the Patriots in 19 meetings against the Chargers are 16 and three. They've won wow. five straight, including the 45-0 win last year. Oh, they crushed them last year. And also, Justin Herbert has started 21 total NFL games, thrown 45 touchdowns. He's thrown a touchdown in every game in his career except. Against mm. the Patriots? Patriots. Think he's fired up? I think Bill Belichick and his schemes are live. Mm. I think Mac Jones, people don't know this, is in the top 10 in passing yards. The National Football League has quietly put together a really solid campaign. I would not be surprised to see New England win this game outright. Sounds like Sean agrees with my take here. I think I do. he does. I do. I would not be surprised if they went outright. So you mentioned look ahead. Like when we're on the same side. And, and I can't recall. Now, there was an injury, obviously, that led to this. But also, there was a massive victory that also led to this. The look ahead line for Cincinnati and the Jets was three and a half. <laughs> it is now here at Circa 11 and at DraftKings 11 and a half in favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, once again, Zach Wilson's out. He got hurt last week. Uh, Mike White, the former Hilltopper from Western Carolina, uh, Western Kentucky, excuse Ooh. me. He's no, uh, he's no Bailey Zappy, but, you know, he's all right. Listen, if the Bengals don't win this game by two touchdowns, then they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. <laughs> Well, you you're there in in the in the Big Apple. You uh you are a Jets fan. Uh this is a massive line movement uh towards the Cincinnati Bengals. Are the Jets, I won't say live, but is this too much of a reaction to a win over the Baltimore Ravens? I don't think they're live. I so this game it, this 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 game just sticks in my craw. Um, so the first thing you have to ask yourself is Mike White worth a touchdown. Now it's like eight, nine points on the line compared to Zach Wilson. I, I, I don't think so, but I haven't watched enough Mike White. Maybe you did at Western Kentucky to really answer that question. I watched a little bit of Zach Wilson this year. What I saw was incredibly volatile. I think Mike White will probably be less turnover prone or maybe less uh, risk you know, taking risks like Zach Wilson does. Maybe he'll run a little more of a vanilla offense. But this is, and and the reason why this game just, you know, stood out to me early in the week. So Robert Sala came out on Sunday and said, oh yeah, you know, we have so much faith in Mike White. And what do they do the next day? They go sign Joe Flacco. So what's Mike White <laughs> thinking this week? I mean, that is not a great way to show that faith. And I understand they wanted to have a backup in in, in camp, but it just it, it just it doesn't look like a good spot because to me the backup quarterback, what's the one thing you want to be able to rely on? It's the running game, and the Jets can't run the ball; they're last in the league in running. So I, I just think overall this is a bad spot, and the the Bengals defense, man, really good. So I tease this game low total, but if you want to lay it with Cincy, good luck. I wouldn't lay it; I would probably just tease this game. That is Jared Smith. Our guy, PicksWise, check it out, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Enjoy your weekend, Jared. We'll talk next week. Good luck. All right, we got some Circa Millions picks. Got to build off of last week. We'll do that next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
We have some great news for our Colorado-based VEASAN fans. We've partnered up with Altitude Sports Radio, and starting Monday, all of your favorite VEASAN shows, including this one, of course, can be heard live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver. We're extremely fired up about this partnership that brings VEASAN to this great sports city with a growing audience of sports bettors. Tune in to hear all the VEASAN shows live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver. That is starting on Monday. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. You ever play? You played in Denver. Yeah. Mile high. I played there as a Cardinal, not as a Buck. Okay. Yep. That altitude get to you? No. I'm top 1%. For real, they start cloning people. I got the email. <laughs> I didn't get that email yet. They hadn't gotten to your... Yeah, they, haven't, they haven't gotten down they, to the lower they levels. Got, they haven't gotten to your subset yet. Oh, okay. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little further down. Further down the list. Um, by the way, just a quick update. Uh, <laughs> we did have game one of the... Uh, game three, excuse me, of the World Series tonight. The Braves won two to nothing. Uh, it will be a bullpen game, I believe, tomorrow. Uh, that's what uh, Snitker, the manager of the uh, Braves, said. Uh, here at Circa, if you like the Astros, like player hater Sean, uh, plus 160 now on the series price uh, for the Astros to come back and win this series. Uh, that's the best price I see out there right now uh, here in town. So Circa has plus 160. And uh, the Braves at minus 185. So, you know, hold Pat. Tonight was big. Hopefully we can uh, get this one done here. Two to one is the series. Game number four coming up tomorrow night. Zach Granke will start for the Astros. It will be a bullpen evening for the Atlanta Braves. Six years ago, Zach Granke. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't. I'm I'm happy with the uh, current form. Uh, and Nevada has scored another touchdown. Yeah, very quickly. Yep, they lead 40-7 to with an extra point pending. They came ready to play. Uh, so, yeah, if you uh, laid the points or took the points, I should say, you're not feeling great. If you laid the points, you're feeling great. Um, last week, we've been doing this now five weeks, I believe, uh, we, where we've been looking at the Circa Millions yeah. and making our plays on the Circa Millions. Last week, we went 3-2. and two. Bengals we took, mm-hmm. outright winner. Colts we took, outright winner. Okay. Titans we took, outright winner. Okay. Pretty good. We also took the Bears. You talked me out of the Saints. Ugh. And we took the Jets. You wanted the Jets. That wasn't me. Oh, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. I like the Saints. I tried to give people three to Patriots and Saints. Patriots, Colts, Saints. I, I don't remember how it all went down. Yeah. All, all I know is you like. All right, well, let's, you, let's you rock and roll. Let's rock and roll for this segment. So, have you ever taken accountability in your life on anything, or is that that's not what starting yeah, quarterbacks always. do? Always. Yeah, always. I got you. So I like the Bills minus fourteen. Here's why. Dolphins are having to choose sides. Because every day you wake up, they're trading for Deshaun Watson, which means that Tua's not going to be there. Now, inside of the locker room, you're forced to, okay, am I a, I want Tua guy or am I a no dude it takes to get Deshaun Watson in this thing? And that's not a good way to go on the road to Buffalo, who's coming off of a bye, if I'm not mistaken. 
who's gonna be ready to go in a division game. I, I like Buffalo to to really spread their wings here and make up for not performing versus the Titans on that big stage. Sean. Uh, I'll take the Vikings plus one and a half. You're really not going to take four and a half points. It's going to be more. All right. Yeah. Out of principle, you would we'll get you, two you, that you on. can't question. Hold on. You piece. honestly wouldn't take you. If Cooper Rush is starting on the road and the current line is three. We're getting four and a half points to work with here, and you wouldn't take the Vikings. Bro, when I tell you I don't ride with Kirk Cousins, like I mean that. Why? Because, because of one game? Two. What's the other game? They followed up with the Lions. They won. Yeah, they scored 19 points, three of them on a the last-second field goal. Yeah, they were up 16-6, to six and they what was fumbled. The spread? They fumbled again, up 16-6. to six. They need know. to figure out how to close out games. All right, the uh, my next play. Oh, I love Jaguars at Seahawks. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I love uh, Jags at Seahawks. Seahawks are wheeling right now. Jags coming right, hold off on. I don't. We're we're taking a bad number though. Plus it's three. it's four in the market or three and a half, and we got to take three. Well, I got them on the money line, so obviously I feel. I understand. About the I mean, I'd rather take the Lions plus the three and a half. That's fine. We can go there. I have both of them, so. I figured you weren't going to let me get both picks in. So you are just you're on you're on one today, there, Sparty. Man, I can't imagine what Monday's show is going to be like. Michigan wins. Michigan. You're going to show up. I mean, that doesn't knock Sparty out of the Big Ten championship contention if they lose. It doesn't knock Michigan out if they lose because they still got to play Penn State, Ohio State. So conceivable that the other one could drop two games. I mean, Penn State's done, but they're still in the mix to make create. Conference losses. I understand. Right. I'm just saying you are you're 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 kind of you're puffing out your chest. Well, I've been all puffing about out my chest about Sparty. Peacocking. I've I'm not acting any different this week about Michigan State than I have the previous seven uh, weeks. The opponents just more significant. I've been yelling to fight in Mel Tucker's and go Sparty. I've been yelling all that stuff since. A little amped up. Post Northwestern game. Hey, look, I'm pulling for you. Yeah, thanks. Pulling for you here. Um, who you got? I like the Colts all week. That's a. I know you don't like that spot. Um, I'll take New England plus five. Okay. So right now, we've I'm not got, necessarily against the Colts anymore because by the I way, saw Julio Jones is out. Yeah, so we went three and two last week. Uh, we I forget the overall record. We'll find it out. Uh, we've been doing this for five weeks. So so far, Sean wants to lay the lumber with the Bills. Yep. I will take a phenomenal number with the Vikings at plus one and a half at home. Mm-hmm. Lions plus three and a half at home against the Eagles. They're going to win out, right? And uh, then Patriots plus the five. That game now at four here at Circa. So we've got a pretty good number. And so on I'd, that I'd one. like to take the Bengals. Minus ten and a half. Yeah, forget the number. Think about the Well, we situ- can't forget the number. Think about that's the kind si- of part of the, think about the part situation. Of the game. So the only reason that they've been functional at times on offense is because Zach Wilson has a really strong arm. He's extremely confident, and because of his, what, mobility. Because that offensive line is terrible. Cincinnati's defense is much improved. 
Now you put Mike White back there, who's more of a statue. He's going to be forced to check the ball down because they don't run the ball. They don't have balance. Like, this is this game is going to be a blowout. It's going to be me sitting there like, I can't believe I thought 10 and a half was too much. You're not going to try to convince me to take Houston? Well, they're starting Davis Mills. Oh, that's why. I was wondering why that yeah. wasn't part of the bankroll. Yeah, they're starting Davis Mills. They say that Tyrod's not quite ready yet. What they really were saying was, we want the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, I. there's no reason yeah. to play Tyrod Taylor. Right. If you're the Houston Texans, you shouldn't be. You know if T.T. was back, baby. I mean, they probably I'd go be, to the Super Bowl. I'd be money lining the Texans this Oh, week. my Lord almighty. Can we get Bengals? Um... Well, let's just talk it over. So we did. Bengals is sitting eleven now, so it's ten and a half for the contest. So we get a little bit there. Um, they we, didn't know where to put this line. We could go with the Rams. No, minus fourteen and a half. They have proven to be terrible. Terrible big 16. favorites. And granted, I like that with Davis playing. I think they cover. But again, I, I don't know what's going on in that locker room. All of a sudden, I see a report that Sean Jackson's asked to be traded. I thought he had found his niche and, you know, had what, become the and big not, play not threat. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I'm sorry. Deshaun they Jackson. said Deshaun Watson. I'm like, what no, are you talking about? Deshaun Jackson came out and asked to be traded. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on inside the building there. I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't play it. Um, we've got Cleveland laying four. Uh, that For the contest, it's three and a half. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent on that one. I actually think the Steelers are going to win this game, but I'm not going to touch it. And then the reason I'm off on the Jaguars, just for a contest purpose, I don't want to take a bad number. It's at three and a half right now, and we'd have to only get three. We don't well, get that hook. I mean, I, I actually think that. I know you do. Yeah, the Jaguars are going to win the game out. So right, what do you so. think? So Bengals minus ten and a half. Bengals. We go or Bengals. Jags. What Bengals. would you like more? We'll go Bengals. All right. Yeah. There you go. Two big old favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Bills minus 14. Vikings plus one and a half. This is what's going to be tricky. Lions plus three and a half. Pats plus five. Bengals minus ten and a half. Rams are not going to cover. Bills are. Bengals are. But where people are going to get stuck, Lions are going to win outright. Jags are going to win outright. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys beat the Vikings. Remember that. All right. Player hater. You got four and a half points. If you don't take it, you're silly in the contest. Uh, we'll get you our bankroll plays. We'll run through. Some of the biggest games, too, as we wrap things up here on a Friday on the Nightcap. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Indeed helps you find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap wrapping things up. Hoops Peterson, Greg Hoops Peterson, GP experience coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, we've got a NBA game going on right now out in Los Angeles. The Lakers facing LeBron's former team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were laying eight at home, and they right now lead by double digits. That one late in the fourth quarter. So the Lakers trying to get a not only a win, but a cover tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. All right, Sean, let's uh, let's wrap things up with uh, a little rapid fire. Um, we've hit on it a lot, especially uh, in the NFL, but uh, quickly, your top three favorite plays of the NFL card this weekend. Ooh, NFL. You got the Jags. Jags, Lions, and I'm going to go Bills. I, I really think the Bills are going to cruise. In, in this game, I think it's a good spot for them. I'm going to go with the Bills, land the big number. And I'd throw the Bengals in there, too. I feel strongly about that. I really do. Is it more on how the Bengals have been playing no, or the fact all, that Mike White is the quarterback? It's all Mike White's not as mobile as Zach. And that offensive line for the Jets has been bad. You know, so I just don't think they're going to be able to hold up. So Mike's going to be forced to get rid of the football. You know, checking the ball down. As long as Cincinnati tackles, you know, it should be an easy game. Really not a, a great slate. A game we haven't mentioned uh, is Tampa at New Orleans. Uh, we've got four, four and a half. When does Michael Thomas get back? Uh, not soon enough. Yeah, he's still on pup, right? Yeah, he's still out. Um, I tend to not want to trust Tampa. And I know I probably should. I mean, they just, granted it was the Bears, but they right. just obliterated they the did. Bears. They did. New Orleans is a team that had their number last year. Now, they beat them in the postseason. I thought a lot of that had to do with Drew Brees' poor performance. But remember, New Orleans swept them last year in the regular season. Is this 
New Orleans has their number defensively, or is this a spot where what is the best Tom Brady and company are the fired best, up? The best Bucks team that's gone to New Orleans in a while. Now, granted, they're banged up, so who knows? But when I look at them, I'm just talking strictly from a gambling standpoint. Mm-hmm. Week one, lay an egg against Dallas from a cover standpoint. Yep. Week three, lose outright to the Rams. Week four, don't cover against the Patriots. Then you come back, cover a big number against Miami, but then come back against Philly up 28-7, to seven, and, and you get a bad beat if you had the Bucs. But it's like, I just don't know which team is showing up from week to week as far as covering these numbers. You know, so for my emotional sanity, I'm going to, you know, back <laughs> away from Tampa a little bit. <laughs> Jeez. Um, they are getting healthier, though. I saw Levante David, you know, will be back for this Saints game. So that's always good. And we'll hit on uh, Monday Night Football. Any thoughts on that one? Kansas City land nine and a half. Is this a buy low spot on Kansas City? Or are you staying away with that uh, defense? Saquon's banged up. Saquon may not play, right? Yeah. I kind of like. Yeah, he's not going to I like play. the over. Even with Saquon out. Yeah, I like the over in this. 52 and a half. I just think Kansas City's due to have a big explosive game. But I still don't trust their defense to play, you know, shut down. Maybe a Kansas City team total over for you. Maybe. You don't have to trust in the Giants to score, even though that defense over there uh, is is pretty bad. All right, let's get to the college card, and we'll start. We'll re- revisit the game that we've talked about the most today. Maybe not go crazy. We know you're on Sparty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Sparty. I took the, them four and a half in a contest play. Uh, that I'm a part of. Um, I like Rutgers. That's my number one play. I like Rutgers. I do too. I wrote up Rutgers for VEASAN.com. We talked about it earlier this week. Uh, Rutgers has shown they're coming off a bye. Illinois just had the biggest win they've had in I don't know how long, going on the road, beating Illinois. Art Sitkowski broke his wrist, uh, so they'll be going back to Brandon Peters. And, you know, the backfield of Illinois has proven they have the capabilities of running well. But if the proper Rutgers run defense shows up, the one that showed up against uh, showed up against Michigan in mm-hmm. the second half, uh, then I think that Rutgers takes care of business. Shows up against Syracuse. I mean, those are two top ten rushing offenses in the country. They held both Michigan and uh, and Syracuse to their lowest outputs of the season rushing wise. However, Michigan State and Kenneth Walker was able to run all over them. With big plays, that 94-yard touchdown run. So you have that to worry about. Rutgers is winless in the Big Ten. But I think they get it done tomorrow. I'm with you. I laid the one and a half. I like that play quite a bit. So I haven't mentioned this game, but it's a game that I have on like a little secret list. Secret list? Yeah. By invite only. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm going to, to have your, to your clients a small money line bet. But I love Florida State traveling to Clemson. Okay, explain. Well, quietly, Florida State's won three games. They have won three in a row. You know, I have got the opportunity to coach against Mike Norvell for mm-hmm. three years. You know, while he was in the AAC, outstanding football coach. At one point, he had accumulated uh, Pollard, mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson, and um, Who's their the wide receiver. Oh, uh, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Not Antonio Gibson, uh, the other wide receiver. I'll think of it in a second. He plays for Chicago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he was a third-round pick. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking so, yeah, I mean, he's he understands elite players. He understands elite development. He's gotten the ship righted at Florida State. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, yes. 
this is a wounded Clemson team that's never been in this position. Mm-hmm. I saw an article Dabo said fans are treating him like the plague. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun when the rabbit gets the gun. See, I don't know that, that this year's Clemson team is mentally tough enough to come out with their A game, especially with the injuries. I think it's some finger pointing, you know, some second guessing. You know, you see the linebacker run to the sideline yelling in the pit game at the sideline about a substitution. So you can see things, the fabric getting a little thinner. And in comes Florida State, not really playing for anything, but a team that's getting better. This is a season-defining game for them. I like Florida State to cover this number. I think they'll have a chance to win it, and they very well might. Do UNLV going to get the backdoor cover here? They could. It's 41-14 now. They're at the 35-yard line, and uh, we'll see. So here's why I didn't play this game. I played Nevada against some scrubs a couple weeks ago, and they did this exact same thing. Like, they just completely stopped trying on defense in the fourth quarter. Um, Quick question. Cincinnati, number two team in the country. Uh, only one by seven last week. I don't know if the quarterback's playing. They're playing know. your alma mater. Michael know. Pratt got absolutely smashed. Concussion protocol. The line continues to rise all week. Uh, when I made my picks and point spread weekly earlier today, or earlier this week, I should say, I had Cincinnati minus 24 and a half. It's now touch 28. Yeah. Is this a spot, even though on the road, where Cincinnati has to show the country that Last week was a fluke. No. I know it's your alma mater. You don't want to bet against them. but I don't think so. I mean, I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anybody's watching Cincy Tulane. I just think, I mean, if they win 56 to 40 or they remember, win 56 to 20. The committee's watching. Oh. The committee's watching. First rankings come out on Tuesday. And But, I, again, I always go back to the Oklahoma situation. Then Oklahoma shouldn't be in the initial college football playoff. I understand. If they're watching. But they're Oklahoma. They're not Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, right or wrong, that Oklahoma gets. I, I mean, I think that I think we're going to get pummeled. Tulane. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think it's going to be a but, beat down. I mean, if Pratt was playing, I do think we're good enough on offense to put up points against almost anybody. We're just not good enough to do it from start to finish. We'll have like a great quarter, and then we'll go a quarter and a half and, you know, be inept. Florida, Georgia. We haven't mentioned this one I love Florida. at all today. I love the Gators. I'm on the 14 and a half. Why? Well, because Florida's guys look like Georgia's guys. And Georgia haven't really seen a lot of that since week one when they played Clemson. And you see what Clemson was able to do. Think about that game now in hindsight, mm-hmm. knowing who and what Clemson is. You're right. So it's kind of fell in a favorable way for Georgia. LSU was down. They got Kentucky in Athens. Now they got to go on a neutral site game against a Florida team that's have to. Mullen has to have rallied the troops. Like they know this is make or break for the entire season. Yeah, those hooks are pretty much gone. It's almost 14 pretty much across the board. You could find one if, you, if you're searching around there. Um, I'm not, I have nothing on this game. I would take Florida if forced to play it. Yeah. I would probably take the points. Uh, so we will see. Does Ohio State win big or does Penn State keep it close? I don't really know. I don't know where Penn State is. Again, I don't I don't know if those guys have checked out and like have already written their uh, goodbye letters to Coach Franklin or you know if they're like this is still Ohio State. Let's go spoil their season. 
Well, let's go have ourselves a weekend. Sean will be uh, wearing his gang green tomorrow for Sparty. Sparty. Thanks again to Derek Stevens, to Big Balls, to Banksy, to Paul Charchian, to Jared Smith, to Aaron Oster, our producer, everyone behind the scenes. Have yourself a great weekend. Reg Hoops Peterson, he's got you covered next right here on the night uh, on VC. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.